as you were saying about how viruses are actually quite incredible, I mean, I think the fact that a virus can attach itself onto a cell, sort of inject its genomes and force it to create the very thing, copies of the very thing that was attacking it in the first place, I think it's incredible. It's very interesting. I think one could study viruses for a lifetime and never get bored. They're just incredible beings in themselves, even though they do create quite a lot of havoc, as we've seen in the past few months. And it's a wonder that people could work out what, what such tiny little creatures, or if you can call them creatures, what they're composed of, how they're, how they're made, how, you know, how have you, you know, how have you coped with the isolation? Um, well, I've, 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 most of the time I've spent studying because I have to, I'm starting my GCSE course now. So it's been mostly, I haven't really had a lot of time to think about what I'm doing because I've just been Have you, but have you missed your friends and the social interactions? And um, I, I find it quite nice to be at home actually. I do miss my friends but I think there's a sort of peace that comes with just being able to not be out doing a lot of stuff because I think generally my life's quite hectic. I think everyone's life is like you're off to the co-op and then you're off to this place, you're off on holiday you're seeing your friends 24-7, but I think it's been nice just to sort of sit down for quite a long period of time and just take things easy, do work, sort of hang out with my family, <laughs> it's been nice, so it's been too difficult. So have you seen any of your friends in the last few months? I've seen two of my friends, sort of slightly social distancing, but I've, I've seen a few of them, and tomorrow I'm seeing another one of my friends, Jamie, which is nice. So, that's... <laughs> but I think uh, Layla reminds me a bit of my mother. Uh, she's just, uh, they're, they're, they're both sort of people who are actually quite happy in their own skin with themselves. Mm. I think some people would have a harder time mm. being isolated. Mm. But I think Layla's character seems to suit... Uh, She's, she's she's quite happy to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah she's quite a little hermit when she chooses mm. to be, and she, she should have you out. have you found that the social media helpful? I mean, do you do you look at your phone a lot, iPad? Do you do that sort of thing, or has this three month, what is it, four months now, yeah. four month period kind of made you feel that you're really quite independent of all the social media? I think it's helped me realise that. That I can, I'm very capable of doing things on my own without the need of social media. I can do a lot of things just by myself with the family. I don't really, I haven't been using it as much as I thought I would because when you're in the house all day, you'd think the only thing you can do is sort of go on your phone or watch a movie or something. But there's a lot of things you can do and a lot of sort of absence of things that you're doing, which is actually quite nice. Mm, <laughs> you, know, you get mm, what I mean. Mm. Um, I've had to use computer, my computer a lot though because of school, um, online school has been definitely a change. Positive, negative? Um, I think my school, it, it, I mean I think the online school schooling system could definitely have been improved. Um, just because it's it's hard to sit and it's hard to be organised when everything you're doing is on one sort of site or like we used Firefly a lot 
it's like it's it was it was difficult but then again I think schools have done a great job considering the fact that no one knew that we were going to be totally shut off from mm. actual like real life schooling. Mm. And what about the learning processes? I mean, have you felt that that having <clears throat> to to learn all these things online uh, has that been a positive? You know, it sort of puts a lot of um, gives you a lot of responsibility, doesn't it? It definitely. puts a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Yeah, definitely. It's I've definitely had to be more responsible because when you're in a, in a class, you can sort of just sit there and listen. You don't really have to think about really what you're doing. But when you're at home, and it's all sort of up to you, you're like kind of the teacher if you're in certain sense. It has been nice though, going on online calls where you can talk to your teacher because. I feel like um, not having the sort of distracting everyone in the class because I think often in classes at, at my school in particular, I don't know, um, everyone's quite distracting with one another. You know, people mm. talk and mm. it's a bit hectic sometimes. It's what, nice. What what subject do you think you've most uh, benefited from or deepened in your knowledge of as a result of these last few months? Um, I think probably art because I have always loved art, but it's being at home. It gives me a lot of time to just sort of. Um, I don't know. I think I think you do art best when you're on your own at home. Mm. You can spend as much time as you want to do. Want to? Would, uh, what, uh, what about the relationships, say, between? You see, when I was growing, when I was studying, I could never really um, identify with subjects like mathematics and physics and chemistry, but I was never good at the sciences. And it's only later that I was able to see that actually, in things that I do enjoy, like music and mm -hmm. art and so on, that um, actually the, the mathematics is very much a part of it. Were you able to see some of the subtle relationships between the arts and the sciences? Yes, I think especially with maths, <laughs> maths sort of comes into absolutely everything. Uh, uh, the geometric shapes are in absolutely like everything. You can find maths in any job or any thing that mm. you'll want to do in life definitely having daddy around <laughs> since daddy is very good at maths it's been helpful to have someone you can talk well, can to you explain because i'm still not very good at, uh, at all i don't really understand geometry but can you explain to me that this the relationship between geometry and art and how you've benefited from that understanding yeah, so um, if you go to, for example, a mosque, you'll see a lot of like geometric patterns and even the architecture. And it's just, uh, I think, growing up around that as well, daddy and mummy and going to a lot of mosques, it's, it was really beautiful. You can just look at the walls and see everything intertwining in itself. Mm. And what about, what about for example, we're, we're, we're not far from Maudlin. Yeah, and um, Dr. Ling's was all we can almost yes, we can see, we, we can, can see, see it. the tower, we can see the tower of Maudlin. <coughs> Talk to us about that tower and about the the geometry of it. Why is it that you now Dr. Ling's, for example, said that 
what was it that it was you, you would say that that uh, looking at it as i'm standing here i could almost point the way martin lings would that martin lings would stand we'd often walk with him actually uh round addison's walk and when we'd 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 come into addison's walk and then turn right and then walk all the way around and at the far end of addison's walk you'd look back across the fields and see um that tower rising just on its own in the middle of the trees and uh, he used to say that is sacred art mm. it's uh, it's original author I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing but it's it's original author is god himself and that's why it's, it sits so beautifully amongst the trees and doesn't look out of place um of, um, let, let, let's yes. ask Leila to. But, 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 but I should add what right. Martin Lingsworth said. He said, but, but of course it's made by man and man, men designed it. But God worked through mankind to bring that sacred form mm. into existence. So that's why it sits so beautifully side by side mm. in nature. It's, it's, mm. it's not like a modern skyscraper that mm. is a sort of. Uh, um, it's sort of like an affront to nature. Yeah. This is actually part of nature because it grows from the same place. Mm. I think he said once that truly sacred art is like a prolongation of nature. Yes. Would you like to describe the tower a little bit and uh, okay, for people who for people who have never seen it? For you as an artist, well, or a budding artist, let's say. Well, it's very symmetric, which I think is a lovely thing. A lot, a lot of modern sort of architectural things aren't symmetric at all. They're sort of, there's a sort of uh, a new sort of idea of architecture, which is very abstract. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think. I think there's something very pure about being um, symmetrical and very thing. lovely. Um, you can see at the top with the sort of, is it nine sort of standing up pillars with points? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's eight. Eight? Possibly. Um, I'm not wearing my glasses, yeah, so I can't no, really see seven, properly. Sorry, but it's seven, it's seven. One, two, three, five, describe six. Describe it as if you're you're, you're telling you're you're trying to to tell somebody you know living in in Southeast Asia who's never seen it and who who hasn't seen a picture of it. Just describe it for that person. All right. Well, um, if you've ever been to Oxford, sort of near Magdalen, just imagine that sort of stone, <laughs> a lovely type of. It's sort of Cotswold, Cotswold stone. Um, uh, well, you've got um, sort of what? Is it, what is it called when you have that sort of domey type window? Kind uh, of. Well, it's, it's got a sort of arched window at the top. It's, so, like an, it's almost like a sort of pointed arch at the top. There are three layers of it that I can see. There are a lot of arches. Two arches on either side and four sides. Um, it looks like, it looks like a a fairy tale castle to me that's how it I would does do. yeah it looks like one it looks like a, a look like a um a castle but a very tall well, it, narrow one uh, I'd, uh, I'd say the first thing i would say about it is it's, it's it's got a square uh uh plan and it rises and it's, as you say it's got three key layers and then it's got like a crown on the top and yes. what's very beautiful is the crown on the top is it has no function whatsoever. It's simply there for beauty. Mm. And, and you, uh, from the corners of the tower, you have rising these wonderful pillars. And all the pillars have little, uh, you know, carved little tiny um, 
uh, what would you what did you say that, that, that they're like little arches miniature arches within them as well so they're, they're fluted almost and at the top of these are beautiful finials uh, which sort of point to the heavens they get narrow now they're, they're, they're like pointing fingers to heaven and um, and the finials themselves have little tiny it's almost like you could imagine rows of little birds sitting along the finial you, you've got these wonderful little uh, organic little clusters of little uh, uh, little points all the way up the finial to the top, and then there's little at the top, the, the very What's top. What's a finial? A finial is like a sort of pointing element, I think, or is it like like a, a finishing detail of a, a pointing. Uh, I, I think that's what I imagine finial means, anyway. <laughs> and then, of course, the, these the the windows at the top. Uh, there, there's two pairs of arched windows, so to speak, uh, all the way uh, on each face. And of course, behind that are the the giant bells which are rung. So, so, so the function of this whole tower is uh, to contain the bells. The, uh, and the bells, uh, I remember Martin Mings often referring to the bells ringing. Uh, 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 in the, he used the Arabic word tafkir, something that causes you to remember. So the wonderful thing is that around the English landscape are all these towers dedicated to heaven, pointing up to heaven, mm. beautifully symbolic and from time to time they just sort of uh, ring out with a reminder to people's ears um, remember God, call, you're, you're called back upwards to heaven mm. Well that comes back nicely to your advice to everyone to go back within to, them, to their true selves yes. so that is an indication of transcendence which rebounds as it were back into imminence, back into the heart you want to just finish on that? No. In a certain sense, I, I would advise anybody, just go and find anything beautiful. Mm. Find anything that is beautiful and attach yourself to it. Med, uh, sit with it. Um, you don't have to philosophize. Just being next to beauty already is a cure for your problem. Wonderful. Thank you very much.